Hey there. Welcome to Coffee with the Docs. We are a holistic lifestyle podcast where we give integrative solutions and bring brilliant experts to help you thrive. Mind, body, and spirit. We are doctors Nicole Huffman and Abby Kramer, and we're so happy you're here. Hey everyone, welcome to Coffee with the Docs. Today, I sounded like our intro. How wow, fun. yeah. I know, I was like, all of a sudden I wanted the music to be like... Anyways, it's like perfect country music for our Nashville episode with Dr. Charlie. Yeah. So we had on our buddy from med school. I also worked with Dr. Charlie for a number of years in California before I moved out to Colorado. And he's a wealth of knowledge. What I love about talking with Dr. Charlie is he's got like all these random little like pearls that are my fave, like that like brown eyed people are like more susceptible to parasites. Like you guys will learn just a ton about a topic that I think a lot of people need more information on before they go diving into doing all these really expensive cleanses that their bodies probably Mm -hmm. aren't ready for. So we're hoping you guys get a lot from this episode and just kind of arm yourself with some better knowledge. Yeah. You know, we've just seen, I've seen so many new patients in practice that have done like parasite cleanse after parasite cleanse and still feel terrible or feel worse or feel no difference. So he really helps break it down signs that you might want to look at parasites, um, different ways to treat it why they're such an important thing and why they're so prevalent. So he does a great job at giving us the basics and then going deeper into, like you said, a lot of little clinical pearls, which is super nice. Yeah. It's interesting that you see so many people who have done the cleanses and I've seen so many people who are like, I have a parasite. You've got to be kidding me. What's that? Like they're picturing some like crazy, like 10 foot worm. And I'm just like, So I think it's like good to bridge whatever side you're on. Like if you're super familiar with parasites or you're like, that's something only like people have who like live in Mexico. Like, I think it's just an overall good episode to kind of wherever you're at. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just see a lot of people that I think it's really since social media, you know, I follow so-and-so doctor and they promote this cleanse and, you know, so it's people that like, they know enough information to be dangerous. Yeah, totally. But are just kind of like self-guided. Oh, that sounds like me. I'll do it. And it's the super intensive, like 10 different products you're taking. Like it's a no joke cleanse and it's not even yeah. to say it's not effective, but it might not be the right time for them. Or Yeah. Your like body might not be ready. You might only really need like two of those things. Yep. So exactly. So yeah, enjoy the episode guys. And our partner for this episode is water and wellness. Um, they have a handful of amazing products, but the correlation with this episode is their amazing water filtration system, the aqua true. And one of the sources of parasites and other pathogens that are harmful to our bodies is water quality. So it's one of our favorite water filters, does an amazing job. Robert Slovak, uh, the founder is unbelievable. We've had him on our episode. We'll have to link that episode as well. If you haven't definitely listened to it, um, it kind of scares you into like, you have to filter your water and, yeah. have, and have minerals. Um, so check them out. We love their minerals, their water filters and 
everything they're about and we have a little discount code. So we'll link all of that information for you guys in the show notes. It's literally the unit I have on my counter that we use every day. I use the minerals every day, which actually the minerals can also be amazing for killing parasites. He actually talks about his own story where he got like a pretty gnarly bug and he was able to get rid of it through minerals, which is like incredible. So, Mm -hmm. um, the podcast is awesome. You guys have to listen to it, but yeah. So try them out and we hope you guys enjoy. And as always, if you like the episode, please share it with your friends and anybody else that you want to have learned more about the buggies that live in our bodies. (laughs) All right. Enjoy. All right, everyone. Welcome back to coffee with the docs. We're so excited to have one of our closest friends and colleagues on today, Dr. Charlie Fagenholz. I actually can't believe we haven't had you on yet, which is pretty wild. Here we are. Welcome. Here we are. Thanks for having me. This is going to be a good old time. It's going to be a good time. So kind of like we actually just had Dr. Brad on both Dr. Nicole and I went to school with Dr. Charlie lots of good times. We all go way back. So this will be kind of a fun blast from the past. For sure. But Charlie, to start out, we'd love to have you for those of our listeners who maybe don't know who you are, just kind of give us an intro for yourself, what you do and a little bit of your backstory, like what got you into holistic medicine and eventually how you practice now. Yeah. um, Let's start with what got me in and then I'll kind of do my path to where I'm at now. Yeah. Um, So I was originally going to go to pharmacy school and because growing up, I was always on medications and thought that that was what helped me, but you know, Mm -hmm. I was always sick. So I, you know, didn't put two and two together until later on when I'm like, "Eh, why would I still be sick if it was really helping me? Right. And so, um, still was going to go to pharmacy school and did some job shadowing and, and, uh, I had a chiropractor except played basketball in high school and he didn't practice anything like I do now, but he was the first person first doc I went or shadowed that like people walked in they didn't feel great and they left immediately feeling better and it was always good conversation Mm -hmm. and so that kind of sparked my interest and I feel like this is something I can do long term essentially and then when I got into school um, I met another common friend of all of ours Jordan who uh, was doing adjusting a little differently and I wanted to learn that he asked me if I wanted to learn muscle testing. I said, no, um, I know nothing about it, but I want to learn people pay for your hands and adjusting. So I want to learn yeah. that, but he had, he treated me and I felt so good. Um, it was like that pivotal point of like, okay, whatever that was, like he told me everything that was wrong with me in the first 23 years of my life in two minutes without me saying a word. And so right. grabbed my attention, you know, I went to man, thousands, I feel like it was thousands of hours of seminars constantly, especially with the mm-hmm. studying on top of that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and, and when I graduated Cairo school, I went to California for seven years and uh, worked a little bit with Dr. Nicole um, and, you know, built a, a wait list out there and then realized that it was time to raise a family and uh, California ain't a place for that. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Nope. And, um, you know, the, the coves are nice and the beach is nice, but, uh, freedom's nicer. Yeah. Freedom's much nicer. Freedom's and, and nicer. The, and the beach in Illinois, no ghost. And the beaches in Florida are a lot nicer. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so we chose Tennessee, yep. uh, and I am living in Nashville. I practice in Franklin, Tennessee. 
And I see patients all over the world, virtually and in person. Um, have a lot of people who drive from surrounding states uh, and then people all over the planet in different countries virtually. And I kind of like, I don't say that I only treat infection type stuff, but I tend to attract a lot of people who are yeah. like Lyme, mold, toxic, Epstein-Barr, um, all the stuff that, you know, kind of gets missed or doesn't really have uh, a medication that pulls them out of it, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of where it's, it's led me to of patients who are just chronic uh, infection type stuff and chronic stuff that is just you know, bizarre, almost like people be like, I don't know where to even start with someone like this. And so it's been pretty humbling. It's been an honor and it's been, uh, uh, it's kept me on my toes and, and, um, it's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Those patients are the ones that like go through the, go through like many, many doctors before they find. Yeah. So we always ask two questions to every guest we have on the podcast. Okay. Um, since you love coffee so much, I'm sure the first question, your current drink of choice is super obvious, but, yeah. uh, yeah. First question is what is your current drink of choice? I only really drink water. Yep. That's all I drink. What if you're getting like crazy, Dr. Charlie, just like wild crazy. hair and you're like, crazy. I just need like a little something besides water. Um, Man, that's a good question. Water uh, with lime. Yeah, <laughs> spice it up. <laughs> I would say sometimes, and I haven't had one in months, but I do like like a really good homemade ginger beer. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mm, sounds good. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. A good... For everybody listening, our Dr. Charlie really does not like coffee. It's our yeah. only yeah. point of contention, really. <laughs> uh, just a just a topic I choose not to. <laughs> just ignore when he goes on his coffee. Yeah. When he talks about it, it's just like, uh, okay, moving on. I don't, I don't really usually get along with three people, vegans, people who love dairy and people who love coffee. Those are the three <laughs> people that tend to not um, dig what yeah. I have to say. Right. right. They just like shut off earmuffs. Those huh. are the people that unfollow you immediately. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Or and make lots of annoying comments. Shadow ban me and all that type of stuff. Yeah. yeah it's perfect. Perfect. Um, the other question we ask all of our guests is what is your latest biohack? My latest biohack. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. that's a good question. My latest one, I've been doing a lot of laser hmm. myself. Cool. So I have a, um, a frequency specific laser that has about 2000 program frequencies in it. And it goes anywhere from syndromes to infections to common, you know, like pain, Mm -hmm. inflammation, all that stuff, emotions, it goes into energies and chakras, it goes into Schumann frequencies, it goes into musical tones, and it projects all that through cold laser, red infrared light into your cells. Um, So I've been using my hand modes and going through each day and seeing what I test for. Yeah. Uh, And so I've been doing a lot of cold laser, red infrared light. So where do you, do you put it like different point? spots on your body or, um, I used to ask like where to put it, what acupuncture points, what organs, but because we're just made of water, wherever you, you can put it in your like little toe and it's going to reach your brain. Yeah. So true. it doesn't really make a difference when it comes to the cold laser and the frequencies that are programmed. Right. Um, it's just going to go everywhere. It's all energy. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. super cool. Love yeah, that's, it. That's my biohack. All right. Awesome. So we thought we would talk to you about parasites because it's a topic we actually haven't ever done 
an episode specifically Never talked on. To par- about parasites on? No, like we've talked about more broad things, I feel like, but okay. not like dived into parasites specifically. And we thought you would be great for that. And I also feel like parasite cleanses and protocol, like you're becoming such a fad. Like, I'm sure you see this all the time. I see patients that are like, I did this and this parasite cleanse and blah, blah, this happened or this didn't happen or whatever. Um, So let's start with the basics. What are parasites? Because I feel like people hear the word, but they don't really understand what that means. Yeah. Like whenever I bring up parasites in a treatment, I always tell people that, um, this is not like monsters inside me right now. You don't have like this giant tapeworm that's in your brain waiting to like cause you to stroke out or something like that. Right. Um, not to say that doesn't, that's not possible, but <laughs> that's not, right. I mean, I've never, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Okay. It's less yeah. likely that you have a stroke years. out parasite. Yes. Worm. Yeah. yes. And so what I'll tell people is just imagine it's like a, a little bacteria and it is a change in your good flora to more of a toxic flora and, uh, parasites and bacteria are very similar. And so look, don't look at it as something exotic. Like you had to travel to the jungles of the Amazon to pick up this thing. Um, they're everywhere. They're in swimming pools. They're in your spouses and your friends. Uh, they're in, um, water samples. They're in your pets. They're in foods that can be on veggies and stuff. That's why I don't usually eat them. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, yeah, they're, they're just, they're everywhere. They, they can be in meats. They can be, um, all over the environment. So it's not very rare. Right. Like everyone has exposure to them kind of like viruses, bacteria, any pathogens. Yep. So I think a lot of people think you can only get it like in Mexico or something like that. Right, right, right. And, and, and yeah. that is very common, but it is definitely far from the only, it's probably like the least common way that people get parasites. I would say is like having to travel abroad. Totally. Are there like certain things that make people more susceptible to getting them than others? Um, people with low stomach acid. So type a blood types, uh, and then people with, uh, brown eyes are more prone to parasitic infections as well. I've never heard that one before. Yeah. Brown eyes are more susceptible to parasites. Hazel eyes are more susceptible to bacteria and viruses. And then, um, blue eyes, uh, don't really have a specific one, but they're most prone to lymph congestion. So I usually find a lot of yeast goes with uh, blue eye people. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So when you're saying like more susceptible, obviously mm-hmm. we're all exposed to them like viruses, right? Yep. So does that mean certain people, their constitution is just stronger and they're able to kick out the parasites on their own and other people tend to like harbor them? Yeah, pretty much. I, I mean, uh, the basis of it is our stomach acid, you know, and if we have a strong enough stomach acid, then we kill all bacteria. We kill the yeast, we kill the parasites, but we live in a society where so many things are working against our stomach acid that it's, it's very common to get gut health issues because our stomach acid usually isn't adequate. Right. One of my mentors used to do a lot of stomach acid testing. And he said the only person he ever found with adequate levels of stomach acid was a man who is still living in the tribe he grew up in eating tribal foods. Other than that, literally no one passed the hydrochloric acid test. That's pretty wild, isn't it? Wow. That's crazy. (laughs) All right. There you go. We have, we live in such a stressful society and your stress hormone lowers 
stomach acid, you know, yeah. and then and people like to live the American diet where they drink alcohol that depletes your B vitamins. B1 is crucial for stomach acid production. We're very zinc deficient. Um, and uh, we, many people don't use salt much and it takes, and everyone's dehydrated. So there you go. It takes water, salt, B1 and zinc to make stomach acid. And then it takes a lot of tools that we all use to help the physiology of emotions and a lot of people aren't doing that. So um, it's very easy to have that low stomach acid in this society. Yeah. hundred percent. So important. Yeah. So are certain parasites, you know, like we hear about certain levels of bacteria and stuff are healthy. Mm-hmm. Is it like arguably healthy or just like totally normal for people to have a certain level of parasites in their system? Yeah. I've had this conversation with, with, many people. And so there's some people who say that the future of medicine is like programming parasites to redo your whole microbiome and stuff like that. And, and I think because parasites are so powerful that there's some validity to it. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, uh, what you're, what you said, I agree that, um, just like bacteria and, and yeast levels, I think there's gotta be a little bit, maybe right. of some parasites that are positive for us. Well, because it also seems like arguably impossible to like completely get rid of a hundred percent of them. Right. So there's gotta be this little bit of balance that your body can tolerate or that, you know, isn't the end of the world. Cause I do feel like some people in like the wellness world now are like crazy about getting rid of all of their parasites, you Mm -hmm. know, and they're just like constantly cleansing. Like that can't be healthy either. That's right. That's right. And, and I don't remember what the statistic was, but I think we have like four quadrillion viruses in us or something like that. And that's part of our like natural biome is that many viruses. But when people hear the word virus these days, they immediately think death and something bad. So, um, viruses gone a virus. You need uh, to uh, uh, that. Viruses yeah. have gone viral. <laughs> they have. That's, <laughs> that's the good. name of the podcast episode. <laughs> oh my God. Viruses except gone viral. Virus. Except we're not even really talking about viruses, but I oh, like that. that However, parasites hold in viruses. So we kind of are. Mm. Oh, well, okay. I think that's the, the yeah. biggest thing. Why I find so many parasites on people is because people who have Lyme, people who have mold in them, people who have Epstein-Barr, the number one thing, if I had to choose anything for those people is not going after the mold, the Epstein-Barr and the Lyme, it's going after parasites because roundworms will harbor them and hold them in. And, and if you are going to detox Lyme, but you're not doing it, you still have parasites, it's going to be a tug of war. And so you really want to get rid of it's kind of like a, a biofilm, essentially. Yeah. We all, right. we all know biofilms. Imagine a parasite being a giant biofilm for all the other gnarly named infections that people talk about. Yeah. Right. I mean, it makes sense why when most people get one, it's like they immediately are like, also have this, also have this, also have this. And it's just like the stacking on top of each other. So right. it makes so common sense. for them to have all of it. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. It's very multifactorial. Yeah. When do you think, like, are there certain things you see where you're like, okay, this is like a good time to do a parasite cleanse? That's a great question. I would say, uh, if you have any symptoms that change over the full moon cycle. Mm -hmm. So, you know, parasites have a significant amount of serotonin receptors. And so around the full moon, our melatonin drops, our serotonin goes high, parasites become active. If you are one of those people that have sleep issues around the full moon, or you get angry and mood changes or physical pain or stomach issues, 
that is a tell that is immediately you should check into parasites. Mm-hmm. I would also check in on parasites if people grind their teeth or mm-hmm. if people, especially children, wet the bed quite often. Mm-hmm. That would be, you know, some people will say, well, check parasites for everything. Check it if you have gut issues, if you have headaches, if you have all this. And, and they're right too, but those are like some ones where I'd yeah. say, yeah, patient says that to me, I'm immediately thinking there's probably some type of parasitic activity definitely affecting them. Right. Yeah. I think it's good that you started saying some of the symptoms. Another one I see a lot is anal itching and people hate talking about that. Mm-hmm. Like they really don't want to bring it up and it's super uncomfortable and, you know, embarrassing, but that's a huge, like if you get a lot of like anal itching, especially at night or on the full moon, yep. I mean, I do see that yep. sometimes in mold patients, but that's almost surefire parasite. Totally. And I would, I would also say, uh, nasal itching too. Mm. Not as, not as like obviously common because parasites usually live in the colon and stuff. So you'll get more anal itching, but still itching around the nostrils. Cause what's right here, large intestine 20. Oh, yeah, yeah. Point. You know what I used to see a ton at cone, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, so this is where Dr. Charlie and I worked together and he worked there longer than I did. But, um, you know, everybody in California loves their sushi. And so we'd see parasites all the time. And again, when we would go out for sushi, we would take like 100 capsules of hydrochloric (laughs) acid and be totally fine. But, um, (laughs) what I saw a lot in kids were ticks, like the twitching of the eye or, or like things that they felt like they had to do. And that was almost always parasites. Like almost like weird neurologic stuff. Yeah, for well, sure. Parasites generate EMF in the system. So it changes the electrical mm. conduction of the nervous system. And then you get neurological stuff and in, in, in kids that can be seizures. Seizures is another big one. Um, and other oh, so people. think about if you're living in like an apartment complex surrounded by EMFs, you're probably mm-hmm. just and full of parasites a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I think that EMF is, you know, what I've been doing lately um, is... I was just talking on a live with this with my buddy Chris today is, you know, I use a lot of hand modes. And so one of the things that I'll ask the body is if a parasite shows, I'll ask, is it a toxicity or is adaptive or is it adaptive or reactive to something else? So is there glyphosate mm-hmm. that is inviting these parasites in? But one right. of the big ones is EMF and it changes yeah. our microbiome. Like it changes the terrain and terrain theory is definitely real. Yep. So then it's like, you can chase parasites all day long, but if at the end of the day, it's a glyphosate or an EMF issue until you address that, yep. it's just going to keep coming back. Yeah. And I even, there's wow. a handbook for genetic and I actually had someone show as a genetic parasite and their family, um, it was on their dad's side, their, uh, dad's parents were farmers. And mm, so I just imagine, went down. Yeah. And so, um, it's pretty wild when you tell someone like, yeah, this is actually a genetic transferred down genetically parasite. Right. Um, ah. So kind of, you know, I have They're some like, oh, yeah. However, the nice part is by the time people see me, they, they try care. everything. They don't care. They, they don't just care. want to get well. So I, I can just, you know, yeah. these days I can just say whatever the hell I want, even if it literally You're like, yeah, sense. alien fifth dimension parasite 100%. totally resonates. I'm almost Give like me an essential oil for that. <laughs> I, I know that I've made it when I can say things so wrong and just make up blatant lies and they still believe it. <laughs> I mean, I would never do that, but like, sometimes I'm like, should I just tell them something like, oh. so crazy to see if they're paying attention? Like, right. do they really trust me that much that this is from like 
the planet Pluto. Yeah, <laughs> right. You're right. Like, this is an Arcturian virus. <laughs> Gosh. So, but yeah, it's, it's probably it's such well. a thing. Probably. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm sure. All right. What are some of your favorite ways to treat parasites then? I use herbs probably mm-hmm. 99% of the time. Um, here's the big issue for me is there's a lot of products out there that say they're anti-parasitic and they are, um, uh, ratios of different herbs and extracts and stuff like that. And some people can get great results with those. I'm, I'm not downing, you know, the products, but I just feel like it's, it's not a one size fits all. And everyone's yeah. microbiome is so different that they respond to different herbs in different concentrations. And so yeah. I, I, tell people, a lot of people will come in, let's say, man, you know, I took, I was taking 50 supplements for six months with my functional med doc or whatever. And I just, I can't do that. And then I always say, I'm trying to do a less is more approach. Yeah. If I can find one or two herbs that test really strong for you, let's start there. Let's change your diet, whatever you're reacting to, and just start less is more. We can, yep. you know, there's so much stuff we can do, but if you do everything together, it's going to overwhelm your system. Let, let's take it slow you know, this is not a, a quick sprint. This is a marathon and, and we need to do the layers at the right time and, and go with what your body wants. So, um, I usually use uh, single herbs. Yep. Super. I think that's great. Yeah. There's a lot of people who will be like, this is a great parasite supplement. And it's like one of my favorite things I learned, I don't know who said it at cone, but they were like, uh, it could be like the, the best thing, but if it's at the wrong time, it's still the wrong thing. Right. So it's like, just that was me. you got it from me. Was my it Oh my goodness. I'm quoting Dr. Charlie Full circle. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because it's so true. It's like, yeah, yeah it can be a great supplement, but it doesn't mean yep. it's right for you. Yep. A good yep. thing at the wrong time is still the wrong thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I changed it. That's what so. it is, but you can change it and you can make it your own and, and adapt it and all that Dr. stuff. Dr. Charlie just wanted to keep it fresh. And, <laughs> but I do think some of these like boxed parasite cleanses, like I've seen yeah, people with, like, get really products. sick from them. Like, mm-hmm. Yep. you know, not having their pathways open. They're not pooping. Yep. They're not, I mean, yep. I think you yep. could be really, I think you need to be I really, parasites and like mold, like all the things we're talking about. I think you like really just need to do with a provider is yep. the bottom line, you know, because yep. then if you hit that roadblock where you go into like a healing crisis a weekend and you feel terrible, you have someone you can reach out to and they can adjust your protocol. Like, it's not like that doesn't happen either. Right. right. But if they you're just working online, cause some doctor on Instagram told you to do it. It's like, man, I see patients all the time. I don't know about you guys where we've got to either work on their adrenals first liver mm-hmm. detox, but like, it's often not time to cleanse like that. When yeah. I first see that, like yeah. sometimes you got to build them up first. I do find that since like, like when I was using a lot of products that have multiple things in them, I did find that first you had to open up the drainage pathways. You had to see if there was binders, you had to see if their adrenals can handle it. But when I started treating lately with the single herbs and doing like one or two herbs, then I just found it so much more gentle on the body that now the detox pathways can open up without extra support and drainage and all that stuff. So, um, it's fascinating. It's definitely fascinating. It's awesome. Do you use, Oh, Go ahead. I was just going to say, I forget who I heard this from too, but like in nature, if animals are sick, they will go out and eat one herb. You took this from me too. You guys are quoting me. This is awesome. Oh my God. Love that. 
<laughs> yeah. So they eat one herb until they're better, right? Yep. Or, the, or they know they're done and then they go to eating like 10. So like, it just mm-hmm. makes sense if you follow, like nature does everything perfectly for the most part. Right. So absolutely. Sense. Right. I know it's super crazy. I've learned from my like herbalist guru lady I've been working with in Boulder. She does a lot of like single stuff too. And she makes almost all of her own medicines, but a lot of the companies that do like complexes. So they're not quite as specialized in like single herbs are really getting to understand each plant. They're not always like harvesting them at the right time or they're picking mm. them at the wrong seasons and the properties change of them, like literally season to season. Yep. So that kind of stuff can also just like negate some of the effectiveness of it and all sorts of stuff. That's so I really love like the single herb. It's like usually those companies they've, they understand that plant. They've worked with that herb. They get it. Right. Yep. I mean, that's even the case for essential oils. Like Don from Verbita will say like every year, the different oils will even smell or look a little different Mm -hmm. because the plant's different, right. Mm -hmm. A year later. So that does matter. And I I do also find that, um, certain plants can be definitely regional where like some, some in California tested way more than what tests in Tennessee. Um, and it will go in spurts of like, like right now I'm finding that people have this protozoa that's around here, that olive leaf is the one herb that really helps negate it. I'm finding it on a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Um, but like in California, I used way different, like not way different, but many different products compared yeah. to here where I'm like, I'm really finding, uh, that products can be regional too. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. When you're working with kids that have parasites or people who are like super sensitive, do you take a different approach or is it still herbs? So I try for children to do a liquid or mostly spray like a homeopathic. That's what I'm trying to do. Um, But even like in Tennessee, when I've been treating uh, children and, and finding parasites and stuff, I'll find herbs like one herb, but I'll get like one capsule a week and I'm getting very, very low doses. Mm-hmm. Um, which makes sense. I mean, they're little bodies and, and herbs yeah. have to be, everything has to be dosed according to body weight. Mm-hmm. And so I'll ask the body per day or per week and it usually goes per week. And then I always ask always, do, do we need more drainage? Do we need more binders or do we need excess mitochondrial support or organ support, which is pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Um, and I've found that when you do that, that children can handle the herbs pretty well, even though you know, people will say that herbs might be too strong for children. If you're doing it very specific to their physiology, I think they can handle it pretty well. Yeah, totally. I've seen that too. Cool. Mm. Now we kind of talked about everyone's around parasites. It's kind of unavoidable, right? Are there things people can do preventatively to help, you know, what are some things you have patients do day to day, but also if they travel or whatever, and they're going to be exposed to more stuff? Yeah. So I will always ask, um, uh, the right digestive enzyme with all their foods, mm-hmm. right? So I, I really tend to go towards Vervita gastro digest on that one. Mm-hmm. And then I see if they need megaspore, uh, usually do spore biotics and I'll have them build up before travel, like a week or so. Yep. And then, um, from there, then I will, usually give them something like gentle, like noni, noni is really good. Noni berry is really good. Um, 
I don't really try to go too much stronger than that. I think that's a pretty broad, like I like to use broad spectrum stuff. So one thing that's going to get to viruses and bacteria and yeast and parasites, that's another thing is like, we talk about these anti-parasitic herbs, but who's to say that once you kill the parasite, that Epstein-Barr is not going to be released and now you need an antiviral. So I do enjoy herbs that are broad spectrum that can get to all of them, except or instead of just Mm-hmm. Uh, being an anti-parasitic. So I try to do a, a gentle herb that is, you know, easy to take, uh, yeah. biotic and a digestive enzyme. Cool. Great. Yeah. I like that. Do you think people should just sort of like do parasite cleanses regularly? Like maybe not like the ones we've talked about where you sort of like get them off the internet, but even like your patients that are someone who's working with a provider. Mm-hmm. Every uh, season change is what I say, just like, you know, ancient civilization used to do seasonal, uh, cleanses. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, think that it's, it's important because, you know, a lot, a lot of patients will come in and when I'm treating them, they're like, man, you must have nothing wrong with you. And I'm like, I'm a goldfish living in this toxic environment, just like you. So I have yeah. to really take care of my health too, because just cause I know this stuff doesn't mean I'm not exposed to all this stuff. So I take my supplements, you know, I try to get checked. I try to get treated once a week. Um, that's something that's been awesome in Tennessee is more access to, uh, treatments for me. Right. <laughs> uh, California was a little, uh, hectic to, to get treated consistently. Right. Um, and so I put the time and, and money and work into it and, um, yeah, I, I try to, you know, walk my talk. Yeah, for sure. Totally. All right. So how can our listeners find you? Your new 2.0. Uh, yeah. So huh. non-shadow band by the time you hear this, it might be 3.0. <laughs> oh boy. Are you shadow band again? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Like, time. Oh, knock, yeah. Yeah. Can't help himself. Yeah. 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 Can't help himself. <laughs> um, so I, my new one is dr charlie dc underscore 2.0 and yeah. I'm taking a different approach this time. Hmm. I am doing more frequency medicine stuff iridology stuff yes. that is so unique that people don't know is out there. I uh, love the iridology stuff. It's great. It's awesome. And cool. I, I actually got back into it because since we moved to Tennessee, I had all my books packed. I'm like, man, I really put this on the back burner and I need to get back into it. So I've been studying an hour every day of getting back to where I was when I had my diploma in iridology and yeah. the stuff that I, I've started using it on patients again. And you can tell so much. It is so fascinating. It's such a, a beautiful tool. So cool. Love that. That's awesome. Where's your clinic and what's its name and how do people work with you if they want to see you in person or whatever? Uh, my clinic is in Franklin, Tennessee, and I practice out of a larger clinic called Tennessee alternative medicine. Hmm. Um, it is owned by a chiropractor and then every room on the floor is a different business. So there's a lot of like uh, psychotherapy, family therapy, acupuncture, chiropractic, um, naturopaths are there. Um, It's cool. It's awesome. And so that's at uh, 574 Franklin Road in Franklin, Tennessee. And I do everything myself. I'm a one-man show now instead of what it used to be. I know. And so, um, so proud, so proud, yeah, so proud. So business name is the same as my Instagram tag, DR Charlie DC. I kept it consistent. Yeah. And then, um, my email is DR Charlie, uh, at DR Charlie Try to keep it again, consistent. Um, but it's been so busy that right now 
Uh, I'm not taking new patients and the, there is a wait list tab on my website and it's about a year and a half to two years out. Sweet. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. And and I try to, you know, I, I tell people if you have something gnarly going on, like someone said, I have ALS or MS, I try to find them someone way sooner than me and, and try mm-hmm. to find them in their area. And I say, I'll keep you on the wait list. Um, when I get to you, if you still want to work with me, great. If not, let's, you know, that's okay, but let's get you someone right. like now. And yeah. So, yeah. Those can't wait. I that. know you love finding people for people too in their area. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I, it's, <clears throat> uh, I doing Instagram last December. I've probably made 200 plus at least, uh, I would say even more than that, uh, referrals to people around the country and around the world. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's what showed me the magic of it. Cause it was like, yeah. people don't know that people like us exist and we've got to yeah. get them into clinics. This is how we change. And actually population. like talk to them and connect with them. Right. Yes. So yeah, it's yeah, yeah. super cool. That's what it's all about. You know, when people are like, Oh, you know, especially like, you know, Charlie and chiropractic people are like, Oh, it's competition. It's whatever. It's like, I'm always like, no, it's not. The more yeah. people in the world getting adjusted, the better. And there's not nearly enough chiropractors for that. Like yeah, it's sure. all good. Yeah. It is not competition whatsoever. And there's times where I'm like, you know what, this person really does really well in this area that I don't do. And I'm yeah. definitely going to help you champion your case, but I really think you should go get looked at, um, from this practitioner or whatever, because, you know, we, we can't all do everything. And, and, I think it's just as, a, as effective to know who you need to send them to uh, mm-hmm. on top of, you know, doing the right thing at the right time. So, yeah, yeah, totally. That's like classic so family um, medicine, you know, mm-hmm. like half of what they do is sending out the right referral, like figuring out the diagnosis and who they need to see that can really help them. Like yeah. And, and there's so much toxicity in this world now that it, it takes a tribe. It takes a village to help people. And, and uh, yeah, it's just, building that tribe in your areas is crucial. And then knowing when to, uh, to utilize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Thanks for coming on. It's fun. This was awesome. I'm happy we did this. Yeah, me too. It'll be good. People ask questions about parasites all the time. I think it'll be a great one. Cool. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to, uh, September. Yeah. September is going to be a good time. You guys come. Maybe we'll have to do a live country. podcast with all of us. Yeah. yeah we got something. Yeah, we'll have to do something for sure. It's going to be an epic weekend. I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. Yeah, totally. The statements in this podcast have not been evaluated by the FDA. Information provided here and products recommended or sold on coffeewiththedocs.com and or our podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The information provided by the site and or by this podcast is not a substitute for a face-to-face consultation with your physician and should not be construed as medical advice of any sort. By using any of this information or reading it, you are accepting responsibility for your own health and health decisions and expressly release Dr. Nicole Huffman and Dr. Abby Kramer and its partners and guests from any and all liability whatsoever, including that arising from negligence.